Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast for Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes as Kaz puts her headphones on properly for the first time oh, in a long time. See that? <laughs> what a pro. What a pro. Another great show, Kaz. We talked about you sewing. Mm, we learned how to sew with Kaz. We did. We spoke to some Tasmanians who have won a national award for their art, their music, and we also get to your texts on 0488 88173. Here's what is coming up now with the podcast. What? You, what, what? Here's what you missed. Here's what you missed. That's what I usually say, but I guess here's what's coming up now. Well, here is what is coming up now on the podcast. <laughs> Hang on. Wind it back. Here's what you missed. <laughs> Mondays. Hey? And we're getting to the last few before school goes back. Yes. Which... I'll be frank. This is the first year since having children. So the f- I think this is our sixth or seventh summer with kids. This is the first one where I've, I've, I've struggled a little bit to balance work, home, life. Okay. Because my friends always used to tell me, oh, school holidays is hard, school holidays is tough. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. The kids are always there, which is great. <laughs> they live with you. <laughs> great. But Aaron's also back at work, so it makes it a little harder to balance having the kids there all the time because yes. we're like, what are you doing? Where are you going to be? The kids are going to be here. The kids are going to be here. It's hectic, hey? And you've got to entertain them. I mean, they they, they don't always entertain themselves, these kids. No, mine are pretty good. Mine are all right. But, they, uh, gee. So, Monday. How was your weekend, Hobart? The long one. What did you get up to? Did you have fun? What did you see? Who did you see? Who'd you see? <laughs> Who'd you see? Where'd you go? What are you doing? What did you on. do? I want to see some photos. There was a lot on. Well, we've already got one from Richard in Fawcett. Good morning, Richard, who sent through a photo of the sunset last night. And let me tell you, Kaz, it's absolutely magic. Beautiful orange sky with some strange cloud formations there, Richard. Appreciate your photo. you got a couple of tickets in the meat tray. That text line, 0488 I'll say it again, but slower. 0488 1073. You can text us about whatever you like. We love hearing from you, Hobart. A lot of people back at work properly too, Kaz. Yes. What's the date? It's nearly, oh, it's the 29th 29th. of January. Nuts. We're almost into February. It's nearly Christmas. It certainly is. It's Triple M Breakfast. We've got Lee Jollo from the Triple M Newsroom in the studio to give us an update on all things news. What is making news, Lee? Good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, so a group of seven people have been rescued after being stranded over the weekend at Lake Rona. I heard YouTube's ask now, where's Lake Rona? It's a very remote part of the southwest, um, sort of northeast of Lake Gordon there. It is very remote. remote. Now, um, it all unfolded during a hike. 
finding that uh, these people finding that rain had left a river too treacherous to cross. So they were a bit stranded there. They raised the alarm, but due to the weather, they had to wait 14 hours for extraction. So this group of seven from Victoria, though, fortunately, on Sunday morning, they were rescued from uh, Lake Rona there, very, very remote part of the state. It's so far away from (laughs) anything. It's like Gordon Lake... You know, down Strathgordon, down in the southwest of Tasmania, massive. It's like to the, like as you said, Lee, to the northeast of yeah, that, and yeah. in the Florentine Gordon River Valley, and that's the river that they had trouble crossing, I believe. The Gordon River the started Gordon a river, flood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's clearly been some weather. They had crossed it, and they're on their way back, I believe. And uh, after that rain, it was clearly too treacherous to cross, and uh, yeah, that's a call for help. So again, seven Victorians in mm. a helicopter. Well, they made multiple trips. I'm not quite sure, to be honest. <laughs> okay. that's, that's what I didn't get confirmation on. But, uh, yeah, it's a lot of people to jump on uh, one helico- helicopter, isn't it? Yeah. And at least they're doing the smart thing by, one, telling people where they're going, two, yes. having a satellite phone. So some of the things that people need to do, Absolutely. Lee, before they take these treacherous walks. <laughs> Remember to be prepared with up-to-date equipment, appropriate clothing, of course, adequate supplies, so plenty of food and water. Um, Strongly advised also to ensure they've got all that stuff that they really need to plan their route and make sure they know of the weather conditions and, of course, as well, make sure they've informed someone of their plans, where they're going before they head out. That is very, very good advice. (laughs) That seems to be very, very important, isn't it? Seven people out there could it have got to a dangerous point where we're like, which one of, which one of these Victorians are going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to some good news. Gold! Yes, some gold, guys, and uh, golden guitars specifically oh, yes. <laughs> is what we're talking about. The Wolf Brothers, they've claimed three golden guitars at the Tamworth Country Music Festival. As we know, Tom and Nick Wolf hailing from Longley in the Kingborough area. What for, you ask? Yes. Um, yes. So the big one was the album of the year, Living a Dream, Living the Dream. Um, they also got the gong for group or duo of, of the year and also for vocal collaboration of the year alongside Travis Collins. Oh. That's pretty they, big news, Cass. How did they write the album? Wasn't there an interesting way they wrote their album? Yeah, Living it was the dream? Yeah. COVID, wasn't it? It was. They wrote it over Zoom during COVID, I believe. Oh, we're all like making sourdough and they're writing an album. That's pretty good. <laughs> Did you make sourdough? No, of course I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Jello from the Triple N Newsroom. Always good to chat. Do you know what I attempted on the weekend yesterday? Is What's it yesterday? That? I don't know which day it was. We had so many weekend days. They were yeah, all blurred. They're confusing. I borrowed my mum's sewing machine. <gasps> Cass. Now, I consider myself quite... The fashionista. You know, I have these elaborate dreams of being a, you know, designer and a creator and a, you know, I can make things. Fashion's your passion. Fashion is my passion. <laughs> I do like a nice frock. And I'm off to the um, to the races in a couple of weeks, the Hobart Cup. You do love the Hobart Cup. 150 years. And you love, you love the whole spectacle of it, I, getting dressed up and, and I, having a good time. Yeah. And just judging everyone else's outfits in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like like people make an effort. There's yeah. lots of nice stuff out there. So, you know, and it's there's a bit of a vintage spin this year. So I'm all for that. So I've got my frock ready. I needed to take the I needed to fix the hem. 
So you attempted to do some sewing. So I borrowed mum's sewing machine. Why my mum has a sewing machine, I don't know. But anyway. All mums do, I think. It took us probably three to four hours to thread it with our failing eyesight between both of us. (laughs) And... Can you sew? Do you have a sewing yeah, machine? Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't have a sewing machine, but I'm very much a sewer. I, I learned to, my school, my school in grade seven and eight, we had to do home economics, woodwork, sewing, drama. They were the four things that we had to do, along with being Marist College, religion, math, science, all that stuff. So I thought back in those days, guys were just doing woodwork and technical drawing nah. and. I sewed a pencil case, a hippopotamus teddy that fell apart because I wasn't great at sewing. But then I can look. I can sew in my household. I'm the person that sews things together. I am the button putter on it. I'm all that stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought I would might like to make you a sew you a shirt or a suit. Well, I'm, not, I'm certainly not going like to do that. But yeah, let's start okay. making our own clothes and wearing them. <laughs> Okay. That's great. Anyway, so it took us a long time to thread the needle. Yes. Failing eyesight. I had to get the app for, on my phone that's called Glasses. Have you heard of that one? There's an app and it what? you use it like glasses and it magnifies and it has a torch. <laughs> that didn't work. Then we're sewing and then it's picking up all the cotton from the bottom because we and then I had to YouTube how to thread a sewing machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in the end I sewed sewed sewn I sewed the hem. Right. Yeah. Well done. No. Oh. I sewed both I sewed both <laughs> pieces of the cloth together, so now my dress is a bag. <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. The Triple M Prize Wheel, which we do every single morning, and just by calling one triple three five three, you can be a winner, just like Phil from Howrah. Good morning, Phil. How are we, Jeeves? Not too bad. Where do we find you? It sounds like you're on the road, Phil. Yeah, I've just started work for the for the week, so it's an early start on Mondays for me. It's a, it's a rough morning, a Monday morning, Phil. Yeah, it's an yes. early start. Yes. What time do you start? Uh, about six o'clock. Oh, the best time. Wasn't it beautiful this morning? Yeah, it's sun's out. What's uh, work, moment, Phil? So I'm a gardener, so we do a few commercial um, stuff early on, so that's what... Um, that's what I do on Monday mornings. Oh, could you pop around and water my lawn seed, do you think? Pop around to Moona and give it a bit of a water. You've got to keep it moist, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's pretty dry at the moment. <laughs> hey, Phil, how often do you get asked that question? Oh, would you mind doing, come around to my place and give it a go? Yeah. Every day, I Every guess. Day. And, and, like, this is the thing, Phil. If you're a lawyer, when, I, when your mates aren't saying, would you come and fix up my will for me? Yeah, they <laughs> are. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> probably, <laughs> they probably are. Well, I, I did used to work for Telstra there many years ago, so those barbecues and whatnot were sometimes quite, quite interesting. Yeah. Oh, could you come put an extra phone line in? <laughs> yeah, well, my phone's not working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Phil, we've got... Uh, the prize wheel here. We've spun it up. What number is it, Kaz? Oh, it's number 24. You happy with number 24, Phil? Or would you like to spin it again? Nah, that's fine. 24 is fine. All mm. right, Phil, you have won a VIP family pass to the Freestyle Kings, Phil. Whoa. That's awesome. Do you know what That'd that is, great. Phil? I do. Uh, 
I was planning to take my grandson there, so that'll be awesome. Perfect, Phil. Well, for those that don't know, the Freestyle Kings is a live show. It's coming to Hobart, Tasmania, at the Blunston Arena on the 11th of February. So that's coming up next weekend, not this one coming, the one after. It's an action-packed show featuring world-class freestyle motocross athletes. Get ready to strap yourself in for a two-hour spectacular, Phil. Nah, that'd be great. Thank you very much, guys. VIP family pass for you, Phil. You take care today. Be careful with the brush cutter. <laughs> no worries at all. Cheers. <laughs> and is Phil from Howrah walking away or driving away safely a winner here on the Triple M prize wheel, Kaz? That's pretty cool. It's brilliant. Triple M breakfast. We will get to your text shortly, Hobart. We've got loads of them coming through. On 0488881073, Kaz. There's one here that says, Good morning, Kaz and Tubes. A cruise ship in the distance and a swimmer close to shore from Kingston Dog Beach. Cheers to a great start from Trudy in Kingston. Thanks, Trudy. And it is a great photo. Looking out towards the Iron Pot as I think that's the resilient lady coming around the Iron Pot, which is the Virgin Cruise Liner. Now, the question is, is it going to get into the dock. What's that about? That's a lot of money that Hobart and surrounds are going to lose. Correct. But, you know, if you need to prove your point, then... Well, what's happening, for those that don't know, Tazports have an industrial dispute with their marine pilots. So the marine pilots are the people that go out in the little orange boat. You might have seen the little orange boat heading out towards cruise ships and... Various other ships. It's not just cruise ships that would be affected here. It's a number of of different ships that come into the Derwent Estuary. The marine pilots go out in the little orange boat. They jump on board these ships, and they are the people that pilot the boats into the docks or at Selfs Point. They come into there, or they go further up towards the Nearstar factory. But they're the people that know this port really well. Okay. And so they are not going to go over there because there's a sandbar or they're not going to go over here because there's a reef. They are the people, but it's it's a big it's a big issue for Hobart because a cruise liner like the resilient lady that's coming in has I think it's something like nearly 4000 people on board including crew. That's a lot. They all get off, they all yeah. walk through the town, stretch all, their legs, buy a coffee, buy, you know, Hang out in the shops. I was shopping, accidentally shopping on a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and January in the cities, it's going to be quiet. Well, it's a bit quiet. not a lot yep. going on. Honestly, thought it was Christmas shopping. The amount of people in the city centre, in the shops, mostly females, obviously trying to get away from their kids, left them on the ship. But a lot of, like, those cash registers were chiming. They were... Ticking over. Yeah. See, this is the thing I spoke to when I went after Christmas to take a shirt back to get it exchanged for a larger size. Um, <laughs> I spoke to one of the checkout people and they said, I said, how's it all been since, you know, I know you come back for the Boxing Day sales and all that sort of stuff, but it's sort of dying down now a bit, is it? And she said, absolutely not. Hmm. It's the cruise ships. Whenever the cruise ships come in... They want to buy up. Yeah. So this, this, hopefully they're trying to get that all sorted from the uh, Tazport's industrial action that's happening with the marine pilots because I'm not sure whether that cruise ship's going to get in now. 
Wow. Hopefully they're coming to an end of it. Hopefully they can sort it out. Because I think the pilots, there might only be about six of them. Good morning, marine pilots. Good morning, Give marine pilots. Call. Yeah, one triple three five three is the number to call if you're a marine pilot or have been one. It's triple M breakfast. Let me tell you, Kaz, coming up in the coming weeks, we've got something really special for you, Hobart, a way to treat yourself. What we are doing here on Triple M Breakfast is we are asking you to embrace the bliss, forget the bills, and treat yourself. And we're going to help you treat yourself, Hobart. It's really easy. All you have to do is head along to triplem.com.au and tell us how you would treat yourself and how and we could be treating you. It's as simple as that. So you need to hit up the website. Yes, the <laughs> website, triplem.com.au. Head along there. There will be a big button that says treat yourself. Wow. And we want to treat you, Tazzy. So interested in hearing your thoughts, Kaz, on how you treat yourself every day because you know I'm big on this. <laughs> I am too. I I do treat myself like you have to. And you know what that means to me? Use the good crockery. Use the crystal that you've got in the back of the cupboard. Light the good candle you're waiting for that special occasion. All these little things you have to do every day. Also, you need to buy yourself. I accidentally bought myself a pair of gold boots on the weekend. Did and you? I really hope my gold husband, Adrian, boots. is not listening because I was pretending to listen to him at dinner. We're at, at, out at the Telegraph having some <laughs> dinner and I was buying a pair of boots online. You know what made me do it? The gin festival. Oh, right. So you've anyway. had a combination. You've had a... Um You've, you've had one of those. You've had one of those moments where it's just become a cluster fiasco. <laughs> you've just treated yourself. To a pair I love it. Do you know what, Adrian? If you're listening right now and you're upset about <laughs> Kaz treating herself, well, come and speak to me. I'll put you right. We want to hear you f- from you, Hobart. You can text us. How do you treat yourself every day? Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. Could be anything. How Could do be you? like. Do you know what, Kaz and Tubes? I wouldn't mind a massage. Wouldn't mind a massage. Guess what? Triplem.com.au. We'll go through the list. And if we think, yep, that's a great treat, we will treat you, Hobart. Yeah. Bunch of flowers? Bunch of flowers. Oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Or like a a champagne breakfast. I want to treat myself to a champagne breakfast. Yes. Or a night out on the town. Oh, or a babysitter so you can go for a night out exactly, on the Exactly, Kaz. That's the sort of stuff that I'm talking about. A treat. Treat yourself every day. It could be, you know what? I just want a fancy box of chocolates. This just feels to... just like one of my normal nights in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> treat yourself, Hobart. It is. We want to treat you. Head along to triplem.com.au. Tell us how you would treat yourself and we could be treating you. It's happening all this week, Hobart. So get along to M. Dot com dot au. Kaz, you and I on Thursday went out for a little treat yourself lunch, didn't we? We're living the dream, Tubes. We, you and I have been talking about this for a while, but it's been so hectically busy, but we finally got some time, you and I, to go and have a little lunch together. We did. And we went to... The Hobart, oh, I just fell off my stool, so excited, (laughs) the Hobart Workers Club in smack bang in the middle of our beautiful city here of Hobart. And how good was the venue? Mm. And, you know, you and I have been talking about it for ages. We do these things called a live read where we talk about something that's happening around Hobart. And we've been talking about the Hobart Workers Club for some time. 
And legitimately, when they talk about the open space and the booths and each booth has its own TV and the pool tables, unreal. Oh, I don't... I I know we were there having lunch together. However, Mm. you had sport on the TV. I had sport on the telly. I think you were watching a bit of sport on your phone. You were looking over and you could see a bit of sport over on the the big screens. There was a lot of sport going on. However... The TVs, I assumed, were just for sport. Uh-uh, the, the booth behind us, they had children with them yep. and they were watching kids' TV. Kids' telly. There's a remote control, which you had taken control of because that's a very male I thing was to happy do. for you to watch whatever you wanted. Better, homes, flicked, better homes and gardens. We flicked the channels. We there did. wasn't a lot on as far as what you were interested in, so we... We ordered the lights out too. We really went for it. And Hobart, we've got an opportunity for you to go and experience the Hobart Workers Club all this week on Triple M. We've got some money to spend for you at the Hobart Workers Club, the all-new Hobart Workers Club in Elizabeth Street. And get this, in February, kids under 10 eat free on Monday, Wednesdays and Sundays at the Hobart Workers Club. Really? That's that? You can put the TV on. They can watch... Kids are going to just eat and be quiet. And you made the point of <laughs> if you're going into town as yes. a team, so you and your husband and your kids or you and your wife and your kids are going into town, it's the perfect spot to go and sit in, have some lunch while the other one goes to an appointment or Go's goes shopping. to pick up shopping or whatever it is. Yep. We've got vouchers at the Hobart Workers Club all this week on Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. It's Triple we have a treat for you, Hobart. Good morning to Glenn. Glenn? Yeah, there you go, you beautiful people. Oh, oh. you're a beautiful man <laughs> too, Glenn. Where are you, Glenn? Where do we find you? Um, I live in the Signet. I'm actually in a camper trailer. Oh, there you go, Glenn. Signet, a beautiful part of paradise. What's happened on the weekend, mate? Uh, I made my son come down to visit for a while with my grandson. It was really, really good. Oh, sensational, Glenn. Now, Glenn, we've got... Some cash to spend, a hundred bucks voucher at the Hobart Workers Club. How does that sound? Oh, mate, absolutely. That's going to be a treat. <laughs> Tell I me reckon. about it. What are you? What are you? Are you a steak man, Glenn, or are you a palmy? Oh, mate, definitely, yes. Well, I can tell you this for a fact, Glenn. I had a steak at uh, the Workers' Club <laughs> on Thursday last week. It was sensational, and the chips, Glenn. Whoa, oh. they're good chips. Hey. Hey, I'm drooling already. <laughs> there you go. That is Glenn from Signet, who's got 100 bucks to spend at the Hobart Workers Club that is open on Elizabeth Street, level two there. It's where the old uh, all aerobics used to be, Kaz. I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> no, <you couldn't>. <laughs> <laughs> Peter 44, Australia's number one entertainment reporter, joins us live. Good morning, 40. Good morning, and uh, yeah, it's great to be back on a Monday morning. Good morning, Forty. Now, tell us, is Basil Zemplis in trouble? Are you on Team Basil, or are you going after him? Well, Look, I just heard the audio, and hmm, not looking... Well, I think you've got to hear the whole thing before you can really judge, and you've got to remember, you know, Basil knows all those people he was talking to. You know, Perth's a small town, and he, he was talking to a man called Michael Genovese, who reads the news on Channel 9, and I'll tell you, I am on Team Basil. I believe him, and I believe if you look at the full context, and I've had those conversations with Basil privately and publicly where he talks about 
you know, the media being a game and, you know, you win and you lose and we're the underdogs and they're the reserve team. And so I kind of buy it, but not everybody is. Do you want to listen to the full thing? So just bear in mind, this is all, this was never meant to go to air. This is before they're getting ready to start the press conference. Let's take a listen. Did you normally a Saturday night? I'm ready to How about that, Joe? In the big chair. Is it head-to-head with... Um, Unbelievable. What a showdown. It's like a derby. <laughs> Tennis is on tonight, isn't it? Ah, uh, you had to play by five. It's a reserves game, then. <laughs> I say that having been there, obviously. Plenty of nights when I've read the... Uh... Okay. All right. So there you go, 40. Oh, the more you listen to it, the more you can relate to what Baz was saying. He's talking about reading the news being the reserves to the women's final at the Australian Open. Yeah, because you're going to be, you know, you, you know, you are going to be the second choice for most people. That's what he's talking about. But look, they're coming after him, and of course, what this is all about is he wants to be the next Liberal leader in Western Australia, and he wants to become the Premier of Western Australia. So I guess that's the nature of politics. You put yourself out there, and you align yourself with a certain team, then people are going to jump on anything to try and pull you down. Yeah, interesting. A bit to play it there, sure. And I think people will have their opinions about what he said there oh, look we all know that the Australian Open women's final was sensational we had a back-to-back winner there uh, let's get to Justin Timberlake finding himself in an unusual competition for him. oh how weird is that so Justin Timberlake releases brand new music first time in six years song called Selfish he's been on the publicity trail over the last few days he did Saturday Night Live and and lo and behold with no promotion no publicity out of the blue suddenly all the Britney Spears fans, and there clearly must still be a lot of them, said, no, hang on, Britney Spears used to have an old song called Selfish. Let's all start buying that. So they started downloading it and locked <laughs> Justin Timberlake with his song of the same name out of the number one spot. Mind you, in most places, neither of them got to number one anyway. But nonetheless, <laughs> the songwriters of Britney Spears' version will be absolutely thrilled that their royalty checks are going to start coming in again. And I think in the last 12 hours or so since he did Saturday Night Live, suddenly Justin Timberlake's overtaken Britney again. Of course he has. <laughs> Peter 44, always good to chat. Have a good day. It's Triple M Breakfast. Over the weekend, the Country Music Awards, the Golden Guitars, were held at Tamworth and we were represented by Tasmanians, the Wolf Brothers, and joining us live to talk us through what happened on the weekend is friend of the show and all-round good bloke and Tasmanian, Tom Wolf from the Wolf Brothers. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, mate. How are you going? We are flying. Well, first up, you've had a big weekend at the Golden Guitars. How's your head <laughs> feeling on the Monday morning? Look, I'm a, oh, look, a little dusty. I'm a, I'm a little tired. Um, you know, prob- you know, probably allowed to be a little bit. Um, yeah. Mate, what a weekend. Incredible. T- Mind-blowing, really. Tell us what happened, Tom. Mate, so Saturday night, um, three golden guitars. So we got vocal collaboration with our great mate Travis Collins. We got group of the year. Um, and then, to our surprise, we got the big one, which was um, album of the year for our album, Living the Dream. So we are just... Um, yeah, we're not not expect not expecting any of that. Let me tell you. Wow, that's pretty good. What's it like writing an album via Zoom? That's what we're reading. That's where this one's come from. Come- yeah, it, look, a lot of it did come that way. I mean, 
I mean, we did, you know, during the COVID uh, times, I mean, you know, we're so used to touring and travelling every weekend. We'd just be on Zoom every day writing songs. So I, I guess you could say it probably worked out pretty well now. <laughs> <laughs> so now COVID and, and those lockdowns are a fond memory for you. <laughs> yeah, they are. Look, and honestly, it, it's been wonderful to be back out on the road. We we actually, we actually just did a really fun show here in Tassie um, yesterday up on the East Coast. So that was a really good way to sort of celebrate after the awards. We, uh, we had we had very little sleep, but um, we wouldn't have it any other way. Now, Tom, I know that COVID was tough for everyone and uh, it was tough for you as a band. As you said, you, you guys are constant tourers, the Wolf Brothers. It seems like you've got a gig every weekend and you're some of the hardest working blokes in the music industry. But I know that this come, you know, this album in particular was dedicated to your late mum, Lee. How was it, you know, to honour her memory um, with with your brother, of course, and, and the boys, given that this album's had such a great accolade? Oh, look, you know, she was an incredible woman and, and unfortunately we lost her far too young. And, um, yeah, like I, I get a bit emotional thinking about it because it's like, you know, if she could see see the success, you know, both our mum and dad, unfortunately, kind of, if they could see some of the success, they'd just be beyond proud, mate. So, um, but, it, it, look, it's lovely to... You know, there's a song for her that's going to live on. And, um, you know, it, yeah, it, it's really lovely. And it's lovely to see that song for her actually connect with other people, you know. Like people on the weekend were coming up and saying, I oh, know that song for your mum, but, geez, you know, it makes me think of my mum my or my grandmother, et cetera, et cetera. So um, that's, a really, that's a really lovely, nice thing to, to have. And um, I think it helps. It really helped the healing process, mate. Oh, that is amazing, Tom. Now, you are travelling. You are getting on the road. Can we expect to see you down here in Tassie doing a few more gigs, you know, in the south of the state? Absolutely. We're going to be um, – look, we're actually doing something we thought we'd never do this year. We're, we're teaming up with the Tasmanian Symphony Orchestra to put on two shows. They've written some incredible orchestra scores. Um, we've done one rehearsal to, to, to all of our songs and we've done one rehearsal and let me tell you, it's going to be something else. We're doing that in April and, um, yeah, it's, you know, when you think of movies and you think of orchestra scores and, you know, how much emotion that sort of can, uh, you know, bring out, Nick and I, we were like nearly crying when we did the rehearsal. Oh, <laughs> amazing, amazing. Oh, God, this is embarrassing. Um, so, yeah, really, really excited to do that, those shows in April, because that's something we've, you know, never thought in our wildest dreams would have ever happened. Yeah, amazing stuff. You can get your tickets at thewolfbrothers.com. Can't wait for that. Tom Wolf, and congratulations to you, and, of course, your lovely brother, Nick, the Wolf Brothers winning three golden guitars at the Tamworth Awards. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat to us, Tom. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for the support, and, um, yeah, appreciate you guys. Thank you. Interestingly, I note with interest <laughs> that the resilient lady, the Virgin cruise ship, is docked. Not at, the Virgin cruise ship, as in the cruise ship operated by Virgin. Virgin, yeah. Okay. Resilient lady, she, the ship, is docked at PW1. How'd she get in? Well, not PW1. Mac just... Point, Mac, Mac 1. Nobody's arguing with the lady. She just does what she well, wants. Well, I find it interesting because we did hear in the news earlier that um, the marine pilots are at loggerheads with Tazports in industrial dispute. So how are they how are they parking the the resilient, resilient lady? lady? 
She doesn't care. Is she parked? She's parked up and she's got to park at Mac 1. I think we need to go and have a look on one of these cruise ships. We need to have a look around. I have never cruised. Haven't you? I expect it to be like the love boat. I'm a cruiser. You're a cruiser. <laughs> Hang on. Look at this, Kaz. Look at this. I've got this. <laughs> it doesn't sound exciting and new, actually. Look, I, I, I just want to know, how come the resilient lady's able to berth up and park at Mac, Mac 1 when the Azamara journey was, wasn't stopping here on Friday? The Disney Wonder was due to arrive yesterday but couldn't come in because of the marine pilots. Striking. So, are all ships she's? Yes. Are they all hers? I believe so. She, okay. So, it's not a sexist thing. She's the cat's mother. Let's do some mm. trivia. Every single day, we give away 100 bucks cash unless you, Hobart, win and decide to come back and risk it for further cash. In fact, today, Jeff from Sanford joins us, and you are playing for how much, Jeff? Uh, 300. Good. 300 bucks. That's Woo. right. I was just testing you to see if you were on the money, and you are. <laughs> well done. Hey, Jeff, how was your weekend? Uh, it wasn't too bad, mate. Um, went down to Eagle Hawk with the family, so that was pretty fun. Bit of fishing, bit of beach, bit windy. A down. little bit of that, yeah. Bit windy down the peninsula on the weekend. Yeah, it was okay, though. Yeah, it was. I went down myself on Saturday, an absolute beautiful day. Hey, Jeff, can you test your buzzer, please? Yes. Beautiful. Are you nervous? Risky? Um, oh, yeah. Luck will run out shortly, so a little bit. <laughs> now, just, just checking. You aren't the trivia goat, Jeff, from New Norfolk, putting on a little bit of a voice, are you, Jeff? No, definitely not. You uh, have aspirations to become the trivia goat? Um, yeah, yeah, look, I wouldn't mind it. All right, all right. Well, you will be playing Linda from Claremont. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. How was your weekend, Linda? Uh, pretty good, thank you. Did you get the three days off? Uh, yes, I did, yes. You beauty. (laughs) Did you get up at any mischief? What did you do? Um, just went down to our shack for a couple of days. Where's your shack? Uh, down in Moomba Bay. Oh, oh, another down the down the Tasman Way as well, Linda. I'd love a shack, Linda. You only oh. want one in Bell Reeve. I want a shack at Bell Reeve <laughs> at the beach. <laughs> oh. How often do you go to the shack? Um, a few times. Yeah, a few times. Yeah. I don't go as much as my husband. He he virtually lives down there. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice, Linda. Yes. Hey, Linda, can you test your buzzer, please? Linda. Excellent. All right, three questions in a row. If you get them correct, two of them, you will win 300 bucks thanks to Creative's $50,000 First Home Builders Boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. Question number one. What event took place at PW1 over the weekend? Was it A, Taz Wine Fest or B, January? Linda. Linda. Uh, January. Correct, uh, Linda. You are halfway to 300 bucks. Wow. Wow. Jeff, are you still there? Yeah, I mean. Oh, okay, just checking, just checking. <laughs> Question number two. What is the name of the IGA at Snug? Is it A, Baxter's IGA, or B, Brewster's IGA? Linda. Linda. Baxter's. <gasps> Congratulations, Linda. You've won $300 cash. Well, thank you. Now, before, well done, Linda. Oh, Jeff, oh, you're Jeff, a great that's... human being, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, thank you. look after yourself. You've got nothing. 
Thanks, mate. Uh, Sorry, Jeff, Jeff from Sanford, what an absolute champion. But the champion is you, Linda from Claremont, winning three hundred bucks cash. How does that feel? Very good, thank you. Now three hundred bucks. You've got options here, Linda. You can take the cash, or you can come back tomorrow and risk it for four hundred dollars. What are you going to do? I think, Tubes, I'm going to take the money and run and treat myself. Oh, oh love it. Love that, Linda. That is Linda from Claremont winning 300 bucks cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builder's boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. It's Triple M Breakfast. Look, we love getting your texts. 04-88-88-1073. We do. And we've got one here. Like, what's going on with kids in sport, Tubes? Mm-hmm. Well... So, let me just scroll down. We've got a lot of texts coming through. So many. 04-88-88-1073 is the text line. You're talking about kids in sport, Yeah, Kaz. Linda's Fun Football Club. Mm. Now, they, they need some players, mainly for the under-13s. And what... And under 16.5 sides, but other ages are welcome. Pre-season started and is Tuesdays and Fridays from 4 till 5.30 at Gilson Bay Oval Number 2, opposite the park and barbecue area. That's all had a big juj there. My husband plays cricket there. Yeah, lovely spot. Yeah, it's all... And let me tell you, the Lindisfarne Football Club, from the juniors through to the seniors, men's and women's programs, is a great place to be. Very community-minded very good people from, like I said, the senior coaches do still take very much an interest in the juniors as well. A great place to be. So Fridays, Tuesdays and Fridays, 4 till 5.30 at Gilston Bay 2, opposite the barbecue and park area. So is football's the next sport to start? When does cricket finish? Cricket finishes about March. Oh, it goes on, doesn't it? Well, cricket is one of those games that does go on. They play five-day games, for goodness sake, in the test Uh, matches we we just talked about. Football, so the kids need to get out and play a bit of footy. Yeah, I think getting your kids out there and getting off their uh, devices and stuff is harder than it seems these days, but it's a great way to socialise, it's a great way to get involved, and any kid that's out there that is playing footy already, good on you, but just remember, when a new kid comes to the club, embrace them, get around them, start talking to them, ask them their name, ask them what they're into, if they need help, you've got to make people feel comfortable. Do you know why? Why? Because these kids that are now going to go play under 13s, these are going to be your mates probably for the rest of your life. You're going to be in their weddings. You're going to be at their divorce parties. (laughs) You're going to be going out in the town together. You're going to be going to 18ths. It's the best thing you can do, get involved in a community club. You you were involved with dancing and theatre and stuff, weren't you? Yeah. Lots of my besties are old dancing friends. We, you know, it's a great way to... And what you do is you is you know people from all different schools, so it's not just your school friends. Yep. Every type of school is in your group or club or Love dance it. class. Yeah. Love it. Morning, Kaz and Chews. Barry O here. Took little Barry O for a dip here on the weekend, and it is a picture of all looking out towards Tasman Island from Safety Cove. Beautiful. I thought he might have been at uh, Crescent Beach, but it's Safety Cove. Good on you, Barry O. Love it. Alfie sent in a text. Morning, guys. I was definitely barracking for the West Indies yesterday. What a fantastic game and a fantastic result. Looking forward to seeing a lot more of Shamar Joseph. Cheers, Alfie and Tramere. Good on you, Alfie. Uh, was still hoping Australia would win. 
But it must admit, it's great for cricket that the Windies won and they certainly deserved it. To see Brian Lara in tears was great to see. So passionate. It was good. I thought that came at the end. Well, this is now the end of the podcast. Yeah, it is now the end of the podcast. So is this what you missed? That's what you missed. That's what you missed. That's what you didn't miss. But now you've got, now you're up to date. <laughs> you didn't miss it because <laughs> you just listened to it. It you was got a good one, it. though, wasn't it? How about us treating Hobart? That's pretty cool. <sighs> I know. So people don't have to treat themselves. We'll do it for you. Yeah, that could be anything. Chockies, flowers. Doesn't have to be. It could be a night out. Yeah. Could be a shopping spree. You want to yeah. go to the IGA and spend a bit of money? We'd love to hear from you, Hobart. Triple M dot com dot au to enter the treat yourself campaign. Yes. You might want to give some money to the cat's home. That might make you feel good. That's true. Donate. That That's is treat. true, Kaz. Make yourself feel good. That yeah. is the treat. We've got a massive show tomorrow. We'll be back from 6 a.m. with your opportunities to get your hands on some Hobart Workers Club vouchers. Mm. Plus, spinning the Triple M prize wheel and Tassie Trivia is back. We've got so much happening. We'll talk to you tomorrow from 6 a.m. Have a great day. Be kind. And treat yourself. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.